ladies, you are listening to Women Emerging Fearlessly. Did you know that four out of five women struggle with confidence and knowing who they are? This show is dedicated to helping women lead their lives with fearless confidence and to know how amazing they truly are. In this show, you will hear from women who are emerging fearlessly, who have overcome many obstacles to pursue their dreams and passions, and they will inspire you and encourage you to stand up, step out, and speak up. Be your authentic self and bring your true gifts to the world. My name is Janelle Anderson, and I am your host. If you enjoy this podcast, please leave a great review and subscribe and share it with your friends. Enjoy the show. Well, hey, welcome everybody to Women Emerging Fearlessly. I hope you're doing well today. We are talking today to Batista Grimaud, and she is an international body designer. I love that, body designer. Um, Number one best-selling author of Feminine Body Design, Empowering Fitness for a Pain-Free Life. Wow. And she's also the co-creator of the Feminine Body Design Online Strength Training Mentoring System and co-host of the Esoteric Principles of Bodybuilding and producer of the Dr. Fitness USA's show. She's a recipient of the Most Outstanding Fitness Program of 2019 by the Winner's Circle, Mastermind at Sea. She's a contributing writer for the In the Limelight publication, featured as an expert authority speaker on the International Pain Foundation, a presenter on various health summits, such as Life Mastery, Girl, You Are Enough, Weight Loss Summit, and the Suicide Prevention Show. So welcome to the show, Batista. It's so great to have you. Well, thank you. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you for having me. Yeah, I love fitness. I love being in shape, and I'm always telling my younger sisters, you gotta, you gotta do this, especially as you get older. Uh, it's so, so important. Um, and just strength training, how important that is. So I'm really excited to hear about all that you're doing to help women with that. So tell us, how did you get started in this field of health and wellness? Oh, well, so that's a great question. I was always interested in the body. I was actually a former professional ballet dancer And then I had uh, some injuries in my early 20s. I had some car accidents. I broke my foot. And so I recycled myself basically in flamenco dancing. So that's what I did my whole life. I was a professional flamenco dancer. And throughout all the injuries that I've had over the years and with the accidents and then dancing over all my injuries, I ended up with a lot of chronic pain like a lot of chronic pain. And my whole life, I tried basically everything in my power to heal from my injuries, but nothing was working. And, um, you know, as we get older, things get worse. The body doesn't recover as quickly. And even though I managed to have a very fulfilling uh, career as a dancer, by the time I reached my mid-40s, I was pretty much done in so much pain. And um, I believe that I don't believe in being a victim, actually, personally, I my other passion is spirituality and, and meditation and, you know, things of that nature. And one day I had a moment of clarity. 
I was in a meditation class and the topic was on body, mind, spirit integration. And it's like I woke up and I said, body, mind, spirit integration, that's great, but where is my body? Because my whole life, I actually worked with the body. I was very healthy. I was in shape. I was active. I was eating well. But my body was falling apart regardless. And then I looked around the room and I saw all my beautiful friends, very, very beautiful from the inside up, but also suffering from a lot of pain. And whether it's just, you know, being overweight, being underweight, having pain, having injuries, whatever, I saw that there was something that was definitely missing in that body, mind and spirit integration thing. And so I decided to find that piece. And uh, so I, I put into action a whole meditation, I invited all my friends, and everything that I had ever learned in 35 years in the field of positive thinking and, you know, that, that whole spiritual field, I put into action. We made mock-up board, we prayed, we like candles, you name it, we did it. And the goal was to discover the piece missing from the body-mind-spirit integration. And the very next day, the very next day, I met Dr. Fitness USA. Oh. <laughs> yeah, oh. <laughs> I was actually, at that point, everything was dance related in my life. And I was actually at a restaurant where I was waiting to speak to the owner about a show that I was putting, that I was going to put in the restaurant, the flamenco show. And there comes this gentleman and he's kind of buff, you know, he's good looking. <laughs> and, uh, and I was single and we made eye contact. So he's, he, he walked by my table and he looked at me and said, well, who are you? And I said, well, I'm Batista, and who are you? And he said, I am an international body designer. Wow. <laughs> My jaw dropped to the, to the table. <laughs> and I said, that's what I need. Because for me, it was a sign. You know, we just came from that whole meditation and, and everything. And so to make a long story short, I... I an hour later, I was in his office and he told me just his story or what he does, which I'm going to share with you today. And it was very different from anything that I had ever heard in the fitness world or even in working out or, or being a woman for that matter. He was telling me, oh, as a woman, you have to work out from a female perspective you never have to do anything that's uncomfortable. You have to stop giving and learn to receive. And, you know, I was spinning and I, and I said, well, this is odd because he was also talking about strength training, lifting weight and, and maybe lifting heavy weight. And me, I was injured. I, I didn't equate lifting weight with never doing anything that's uncomfortable. Like it doesn't make sense. It didn't fit in the same sentence. Right. But you know what I mean? Yeah, that's like very bizarre. That sounds like what? No pain, no, do, no, not doing anything uncomfortable, but lifting weight? Like how does that yeah, together? Yeah, it, it was like a thing like this. But you know what? I was desperate and I, and I prayed for this. And so I hired him. And uh, it was a leap of faith because 
it was a whole new world and, and even yeah lifting weight I had so many misconceptions you know as a dancer oh my god I'm gonna get bulky and I'm so hurt I can't lift anything whatever but to make a long story short uh within a couple of weeks on his system my backache was gone wow yeah incredible all my injuries healed. Wow. So I married him. <laughs> yes, of course. Well, yeah. Of course. And made a career transition. And here we are talking uh, about fitness, health, and, and wellness. And this is how I got into this field. Yes. That's amazing. Yeah. Well, so tell us some of those myths, you know, that, that he taught you about the myths and fitness and and, you know, that women that were taught about weight loss and fitness, what are some of those? Yes, I had all of them. I suffered from all of them. So the first one is a big one for women is about um, fearing to become bulky. Right. Yeah, that's a big one. Big one or, or looking like a man, you know, if I do strength training, I'm going to look like a man. I'm going to get bulky. And, uh, and it is actually not so at all. As women, we don't have enough testosterone to uh, have those types of muscles, to build those types of muscles, so it's not going to happen. And uh, on the other hand, we do lose muscle mass as of age 30. And if you don't do something that is a strength building, muscle building, then you're going to progressively, continuously lose muscle mass which will result in a lot of complica complications in time. And when you think about it, we lose about 10% muscle mass as of age 30 if we don't do a strength training program or a strength building activity. So 10%, 30 to 40, 10%, 40 to 50, 20%, 40 to 50, 30%. That's a lot of weight, uh, muscle loss. Yeah, that and is. People, yeah, and people don't realize the, the role of, of a healthy musculature on the body. The muscles actually is what holds you up. It's how you move, but it also affects the internal organs. So now the person gets to be 40, 50, and they go, oh, I'm sluggish, I'm gaining weight, I, I have pain, now I have osteoporosis. You know what I mean? So muscle building is, is very, very, it's critical and especially for women. And you, you won't get bulky uh, at, at the very best, you'll get sculpted, you know? I, I, I mean, you know, you can't sculpt fat, right? You, right. you gotta sculpt the muscles. So the- <laughs> That's so true. <laughs> right? Well, we so, wanna get rid of the fat and sculpt the muscle. <laughs> yeah, and on the topic of getting rid of the fat, there's another misconception is about what to do to lose weight because we see women on the treadmill or running and sweating and doing this whole aerobic activity. And, you know, that's okay because you, you do lose some calories while you do that, but that's it. You lose the calories while you do the aerobic activity, but that's it. When you do strength training, not only you lose the, you burn the calories while you're doing the activity when you, while you're working out, but then you continue to lose calories for three days afterwards. So for that one workout, you know, you get more bang for your buck, right? You just continuously 
uh, continuously burn calories. So actually strength training build, um, boosts your metabolism. So you will lose weight easy, easier. And people often say, oh, I have to lose some weight before I uh, start a strength training program. But it's the other way around. You have to do the strength training program to lose weight easier. So lots of misconceptions in there. Yes, definitely. And of course, we love sculpting our muscles because it looks so nice. Exactly. Um, Yeah. And then it also helps with bone strength. If if resistance training, right? Strength training also helps your bones. Absolutely. Which is we're older, you know, yeah, that's important. Yeah, the misconception is that once you have osteoporosis, it's irreversible, but it's not true because bone is actually alive. It's an alive substance, right? And right. when you put stress on it through strength training, then you force the bone to react and to rebuild. And so, yeah, you can definitely, I don't know the percentage of how much a student of ours uh, who is a doctor once told us that you could rebuild 17% per year. I don't, I don't, that's just him saying that. I, I don't know exactly how much you can rebuild, but yes, a student of ours who is a doctor once mentioned that you could reverse osteoporosis with a good strength training program by 17% per year. So that's what I heard. I don't exactly know the percentage or whatever. That's what he said. And he's the expert in that field. So yes, strength training is actually the number one activity to rebuild um, bone mass. Yeah, that's what I'd heard too. So what about, you know, I hear this a lot, um, women, I heard this recently, you know, cause women tend to, when they start doing strength training, you know, you do the lighter weights, but they tend to stay there because they're afraid they're going to build muscle mass. What, you know, when, once you're going, like what, what is your recommendation for a weight for women to be able to lift? Yeah. I love this question. And it's, it's another misconception Do lightweight and high reps. And actually, this is just completely not true. If you can, if you stay at the low weight, it's more like an aerobic activity again. I mean, it's it's better to do something than do nothing. But to build muscle mass, there's we have different muscle fibers. I don't want to get too technical, but different activities activate the different muscle fibers. So aerobic activities, such as low weight running and things like that that will take care of this, but then to build muscle mass, you have to activate the fast twitch muscle fibers and that requires weight. Now, I don't like to put numbers on a podcast or you should reach so much because first of all, you have to have proper form, proper technique, and you have to know what you're doing. And if I tell you, oh, you have to lift a 25 pound dumbbell doing this exercise, and then you go do it and you get hurt because you didn't do it right, it would be completely counterproductive, right? So I, so I don't like to, to give numbers like that. I can tell you that I leg press 650 pounds. What? <laughs> wow. I'm not do. expecting that. I was not. Okay. I'm not saying that you have to, but I know the first that I've, I've taught women 
our system now for 11 years. And I can tell you that on, a, on our system, at least with the proper supervision, the proper form and the proper sequencing of exercise, everything matter that uh, we can take a woman of a certain age that's not in necessarily great shape and we can get her to easily leg press maybe 300 pounds du on, during the first 20 minutes of the session. Wow. Easily. Yeah. Wow. Women have no idea of the strength they are capable of. So they stay in these five pounds, 10 pounds right. range, yep. which, you know what we call it? Occupational therapy. Wow. <laughs> that yeah. is wild. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. I just pressed 135 on a, on a special, on a special machine. I mean, I, I reached, um, 40 pounds dumbbells easily for chest pressing. I mean, that's what I do. I've been doing this a while. And I can tell you that once you get in touch with that strength, it affects everything in your life. Okay. It affects the way you, the world sees you, but also the way you see the world, the way you're able to create boundaries for yourself, the way you're able to delegate and know your limitations it, um, it affects emotional stability, mood behavior. It affects everything. And it's very addictive. <laughs> yes. Well, the little workouts I do are very addictive. I am not pressing that kind of weight. But um, I remember going to the gym when I first hired my trainers. I was in my mid, no, I was late 50s. And I decided I needed to start doing this. And I remember finding out one of the things that I got out of it was finding out how much I could do because he pushed me more than I would push myself and, and feeling what that feels like to really, like you said, find the strength that you actually have. It, it is pretty amazing. It's like, I didn't know I could do that. And I got used to what it feels like to really be, you know, push yourself beyond what you think you can do. That's an interesting, uh, I, I, I like that you said that. Because oftentimes people go to a personal trainer and they do things and the personal trainer will push them beyond their limits. We, we don't do that. When we, when we talk, when we, when we say we increase your strength the way we teach it, we do it in a way where it's very comfortable. So we teach women never to do anything that's uncomfortable. So okay. we don't push women to go beyond the limit of, it's not an outside force, okay? In our system, when you're comfortable, you're ergonomically safe, your back is at the right angle, you have the perfect form, there is a, a sense of comfort and safety that your body experience. So it's not the feeling of pushing and doing more than you can. There is um, an extra hoof that you have to give it, but right. it's very safe. So there's, I wanted to make that difference because when you go beyond what you can normally do by yourself in, in that way, then a lot of times that's how people get hurt. Right. And we don't believe in that. So we first believe in finding your comfort, your safety zone. 
And once we know you have that, you know you have that, then you can give it that oomph and get there. And that's when it's like instant um, quiet of the mind. It's like meditation. It's like everything goes quiet. Yeah. And a lot of our students um, compare their program like an active meditation because it's very quietening uh, to the mind. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. Because I remember him telling me, just look at this as you're alone. This is your time with you and your body and really focus on what it feels like and what your body's doing. And that really helped me instead of just looking at it as I just have to endure this. It did. It it took me to like a quiet place. And, uh, And he did definitely work on form. So yeah, I wouldn't go and do this without somebody helping you with all of that because it's so important. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So um, what tips do you have for us about managing stress? And I know you also were mentioning pain. I love this question also. That's because that's another thing that maybe we have a little bit of a different take on the topic. You know, whether we both male and women, men and women have male and female energies, Right. So the female energy is receiving, being, love, and the male energy is competing, doing, right? It's that force. So what happens with women, as we get older, we produce more progesterone, okay? Which is the counterpart of testosterone male hormone. Mm-hmm. So what happens is as we, as we age, we become more male, if you like. So now throughout our life and most, a lot of entrepreneur women, we work, we have a lot of obligations. We do, we give, we want to save the world. Right. 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 And so what happens is we become, we're running, we're working from that male energy perspective more and more and then we're going to oh now i gotta get in shape and now we're gonna go do more achieve more going to boot camps come on which is all more male energy the fitness industry is based kind of on male energy it's a lot what it's about doing more than you can competing um, insanity routines, uh, heat, uh, intensity routine, what, whatever, CrossFit, whatever. Yes. So as, yeah. So as women, it's very important to, to be, become aware of that and to allow ourselves a place to be really quiet and centered and get away with that to reclaim our power center of our of our being and to start reconnecting making that balance between male and female energy so when we teach a program to a woman we basically we want it, the purpose is for that it's to reclaim that female energy and what that does when you do that it's like it's immediate stress relief Now, let me explain it maybe a little bit in a different way. 
the nervous system, which is responsible for the healing of the body, the, the nervous system is responsible for our emotions, the way we think, feel, uh, what we do, how we think, how we move, everything. It's also responsible for the healing of the body. So the nervous system is like the electrical panel of your house. If it's outdated and you plug in too many appliances, then it's going to blow a fuse. Right. And so is the body. When you're too much in that male energy, uh, basically stressed out, work, pandemic, whatever, <laughs> elections, yes, <laughs> the whole, the whole thing. Then it's like having an outdated electrical panel. So when you can increase a woman's strength by 20 to 50% physically, but in a way where it's safe and grounding, then it's like rewiring your electrical panel. So it's instant stress relief. So what we recommend for women is to really think about it and become very aware of your environment and what your choices are in terms of how you manage your day-to-day -day and also how you manage your fitness. Are you adding stress to your life, to your body, to your joints, or are you strengthening your body, your life, your emotions and everything? Nice. So that's, yeah. Mm, yeah, I think that's a really important distinction to make because I know lots of us are doing these workouts that are actually adding stress to our lives instead of yeah. seeing it. I love that point of view, you know, just adding strength and also going to that quiet centered place in a workout. That's a really cool new way to look at it for me anyway. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. So I, and I love this topic, this next question it because I talk about confidence all the time and productivity. So talk to us a little bit about how our health and, and maybe even our fitness or our strength affect our productivity and our confidence. Because I feel like even in productivity, the more productive we feel, the more confident we also feel. Yes. <laughs> Great question. So first of all, it's obvious. The obvious answer is when you feel better, you're more productive. So Sure. Right. That, that would be the first thing, the, the mo most logical thing. But there's more. Um, let's talk about posture. Okay. Okay. Let's, let's talk, talk about, about posture. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> okay. Posture at 75%, 85% of people suffer from bad posture. It's part of, of an epidemic of our culture with computers, phones. Look at what happens. Leaning forward, yeah, looking down. Does that sound, does that look very productive and very confident? No, no, it looks. No, okay. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. So we work on posture on our programs because the, the spine is the lifeline to your health. When you have better posture, you're going to see the world from a different place. And that will change everything. It will change your confidence. It will, it will even change the tone of your voice. Wow, really? Okay? Mm. Because you will be able to have more oxygen in the lungs. 
So that's, and, and posture affects mood behavior also. I love that cartoon of Charlie Brown, who is like this. Right. And he said, do you know that cartoon? Oh, yes. He said, yeah, if you want to be, if you don't, if you want to stop being depressed, then you have to look up because it's, you can't stay depressed when you're looking up and, and holding yourself up. So that's, you know, that's one way to look at it. And also kind of like what I said earlier, when you're stronger physically, emotionally, mentally, it all works together. And you are able to, to make better decisions. You're, you're more able to recognize if something is not that good for you or you know, making better decisions, being able to say no to things that might not, that might not be so good for you. I know maybe not every woman, but a lot of women sometimes have a hard time saying no mm-hmm. yeah. to loved ones, right? Very, very true. Yes. You know, and sometimes it's not at our best interest. But when you're stronger physically and emotionally, and you know, hey, this is not so good for me. I, no, I'm not doing it, you know? And so when you're able to conduct your life like that, then trust me, your productivity will increase drastically. And, and, um, and yeah, you'll be more inclined to do things that are good for you, even eating healthier. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, like people come to us to lose weight. We never focus on the weight loss from the weight loss perspective. We always focus from the feel good perspective. Because if you feel better, then it's addictive. You want to feel better more. Yes, that is true. Yeah. Yeah. It's better to focus on what you want to add to your life in a positive way than to try to stop doing something negative, I think. Yes. At least that's the way it's been for me. I just, I decided for me, it was like, let me focus on being healthy and strong and feeling good. And that caused me to start eating better and getting back into exercise and feeling stronger, you know, getting stronger Mm -hmm. um, because I wasn't focused on losing weight or, or how I looked or the number on the scale. It was more about, I want to be healthy and strong and feel good as I'm getting older. I want to keep that. I want to stay healthy. I want to have energy, a clear mind. You know, I want to be able to do things. I don't want to be dependent on drugs, you know, medicine or things like that, or, you know, limit my ability to move. And so it was all about that for me. And that was motivation more than if I was focused on, I want to lose weight or Mm -hmm. that kind of stuff. So I love that perspective. Very helpful. So I know you have a free offer you want to um, offer my audience. Uh, You want to talk about that? The keys to sustainable fitness for the working woman. Yeah, Keys to Sustainable Fitness for the Working woman, Women, because uh, this is a report that I that I wrote. Specifically, this is based on uh, the things that I've learned over the last 15 years or, or 11 years. And like I said, I had all the misconceptions. I, I'm totally guilty of, of all of that. And I, and I learned a different way of... of um, of taking care of my body. Like I said, I was a professional dancer. I had always taken care of my body, but not in the way that was sustainable and that would see me through the ages, basically. Okay. Mm -hmm. 
-hmm. And so the keys to sustainable women uh, fitness is my findings of what I, I have found working with Dr. Fitness USA and adopting his principles, his, his philosophy. And so it's my gift to you. Mm-hmm. And also it dispels the myths, some of the myths that we talked about in this interview with the getting bulky and, and mm-hmm. all these things, but it also talks about um, what fitness, different fitness activities do. Because a lot of people say, well, I, I do yoga, so I'm building muscles. Well, do you know that like, yoga is not a muscle building activity? And so there's a lot of misconception that, that keep women stuck in their park, parking spot just because they don't have the information. Gotcha. So that's, yeah, so that's the keys to sustainable uh, fitness for the working woman. And, you know, I think yeah. that's really important to learn about what happens in your body when you're doing different exercises or when you're eating certain kinds of food. So many people just get on a program or they get on a diet and they're just doing what they're told, but they don't understand what's happening. That's helped me a lot is to learn, you know, Mm -hmm. so this sounds really interesting to learn what does each of these activities, what is it actually doing for you instead of Mm -hmm. just doing something because people say you should do it. Yeah, yeah, just like what we talked about, uh, mm-hmm. people w- w- want to lose weight, so they go on the treadmill. Okay, good luck. <laughs> right. <laughs> I did that for a long that. time, and yeah, <laughs> nothing happened. <laughs> I mean, I guess it builds your heart, but yeah, I mean, that's not you know, I'm not saying don't do it, but right. Uh, you know, people are. I have no time. Okay, there's a time factor. Everybody's so busy. So when you do something for yourself or your health then have the education and the knowledge so that when you spend that half an hour or that 45 minutes that you make the most out of it. That's right. Yes. Yes. I love that. Yeah. Make the most out of it. Don't waste that precious time you have. And you don't have to spend hours and hours and hours in the gym. No, we, uh, we train uh, about three times a week. That's about it. And uh, for and the workouts when they're specific and you know what you're doing, so they're very empowering and, and efficient, then you can do a good workout in 30 minutes, 45 minutes. That's it. So it's not, you don't have to become a gym rat. You don't have to go every day. Of course, I love to go. So, <laughs> right. but, you know, right now all our gyms are closed except one and it's an hour away. So we don't get to go as often as I would like to. But uh, yeah, um, one to three times a week. Oh, and by the way, we have really good home-based programs too now. Oh, nice. Good, good. Uh, So tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, yeah, because um, of course, when all the gyms closed, we had to change, you know, add a lot of things in our business. And so we developed some really, really good home-based programs. And uh, actually, I do have a masterclass that I want to offer to your, listen, to your listeners. And this is an introduction to working out from home nice. with or without equipment. Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah. So, so that if you don't have a dumbbell or anything, you can use things that you have in the house just to add a little bit of resistance. And so I would like to invite your audience to come and attend. Okay one of our upcoming masterclass yes and it's called a stronger you is that correct a stronger you yes 
So I will put the links of uh, your free offer, this report, Keys to Sustainable Fitness for the Working Woman, and uh, the Stronger You Masterclass in the show notes. And so women can access both of those. And thank you so much for coming on with me today, Batista, and just teaching us a little bit. It's been really interesting. And hopefully, listeners, you will take advantage of some of this and get this report and uh, go check out her masterclass and get yourself in shape. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah we, it's, not, it's more than in shape. You know, it's uh, just, just reach to become a stronger, a better version of who you are. You know what I mean? Because that's what it boils down yeah. to. You know what I mean? I hate to say, oh, I got to get in shape. But that's just, yeah. <laughs> you know. <laughs> yes, that's a better way to put it. Be a stronger you. Be a stronger you, you know. And uh, yes, yes. Awesome. yeah, of course. And don't forget to connect with us on our social media, uh, Dr. Fitness USA or my name. And we have 400 videos on YouTube. And that's youtube.com forward slash Dr. Fitness USA. And of course, check out our website, drfitnessusa.com or drfitnessinternational.com. And remember, if your mind can conceive it and your heart can believe it, then Dr. Fitness USA can help you to achieve it. That's wonderful. All right, ladies. So there you have it. Thanks so much for listening today. And I will see you next time. So until then, be confident, be real and be you. I hope you enjoyed that episode and got a lot out of it that will help you on your journey to becoming fearlessly confident. If you would like to know how to work with me to help you to become fearlessly confident, just email me, Janelle at EmergingLifeCoaching.com. You can also go to my website. There's lots of great resources on there, including a free mini course called Be Confident, Be Real, Be You. It's a three video course with downloadable action guides that will definitely help you to get on this journey to becoming fearlessly confident. My website is EmergingLifeCoaching.com. Thanks for listening. And until next time, be fearless, be confident, and be you.